the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm with my boyfriend. Hey, I'm Mark. Hi, Mark. I'm excited for our pillow talk today. Um, I'm excited. I get to ask you whatever I want about your <laughs> life. That's, uh, yeah. that's where we're at, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm Anything excited. you need to know. And, you know, I'm such a, I'm like the onion. onion. The more you peel back, the more Emotional. I don't know. Okay, well, we're going to find out what's <laughs> yeah. the core of that yeah. onion today. It's just layers is what I'm saying. Layers. We love the layers, the ogre layers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so today's episode, yeah, we're going to talk about me. Uh, I had a great time listening about you. We learned some things, uh, and we're going to now be able to dive a little bit more. Like, we have a lot of crossover, as we've we been really talking do. about. Um, and now I'll be able to kind of input some of my crossover into that. I'm so, excited. I'm going to start when I was born, like most people do start their origin stories at. Um, you know, I was born at the ripe old age of zero. Out of thy mother's womb. Yeah. And I don't remember much. I was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta. Um, I don't remember much from like the years one to five. Um, whatever. Or really, I don't remember much until I was in grade five. Okay, so school's where it started for you. Yeah, like okay. I, I went to, went to a, uh, like a public school for a couple years. But I don't remember it. I lived out in Chester, and I don't super remember it. But Do you what, remember, like, walking to school? Did you get driven to school? It was like a bus, but I was all so young, and, like, I just, I don't know, I just... A happy boom. guy. It wasn't important to me, nothing so I didn't... Nothing traumatic re- happened, yeah. nothing, all right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but where my life kind of diverts from normality is when I was in grade five. Uh, I got put into a private school. So how old does that make you, 10? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So 10, private school, and yeah. this was a religious private school. Yeah, it was a Christian school, so the church that my parents had been going to, they decided to open up a Christian school, oh. and, um, you know, it was all above the books. The greatest education money could afford, no, it was a fucking joke. Yeah, because this was a self-directed program, right? Yeah, like, the program itself had some very cool things about it, and some things are very not cool. Um, Such so. As. I went through this school to from grade five all the way till I graduated. So some core formative years. Yeah. And like I said, don't really remember the times before this anyways. This is where it kind of all kind of kicked off. But yeah, this school, it was a private Christian school and it was small. Like the whole school from grade, you know, one to 12 had a hundred people at its peak type thing. Right. So you, you, I got really close with everyone because I went there. Right. For so long, I just seen kind of all these people in and out. You were one of these people Mm -hmm. in and out, you know. I and you went to church with these people. Yeah, and I went to church and And later on went to youth group with these people. Yeah. So your entire existence. My entire existence was in this church from grade five to grade twelve. I I don't have anything against religion, but what happened to me? I was put in a fucking cult. I describe it as a cult. It was not good. Mm -hmm. Like. To have my only experiences being Christianity right. and being just brainwashed in it. Well, it's essentially like a bubble. You don't really have any other exactly. choice. You don't have any yeah. other. And like, I didn't have friends outside of that bubble. I didn't have nothing outside of that bubble. And was it like you weren't allowed to hang out with friends outside of church? Or no, it just, you just uh, didn't have opportunity. I, I was happy in my bubble. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. I was generally happy. Like I, I, I tried as a Christian. I tried for a long time. We'll get into why I eventually left the church a little later on, but yeah. Okay. Um, so what were some things that you did and didn't like about that school? Um, so some of the things I really liked were the independence that it taught me. Uh, mm. so this school was like, it was a pace system where like they give you a book and then you do it by yourself. You fill out the answers and then you go do a test and the teacher will score your test. But like, you don't really need the teacher there cause you just read the, 
the book and you learn. Right. Um, that was very cool because for me, I'm a very motivated guy. I could do that. So I'd work like two hours in the morning, do everything I had to do, and then I'd play <laughs> video games for the rest of the day or do this or have a nap or whatever. <laughs> it's definitely a good, easy system to work around. Yeah, and it, it worked really well for me, but unfortunately, it screwed over a lot of my friends because if you're not driven and you don't learn that way, yeah, like so in my class that graduated, I was the only one out of the five people that went. Yeah. And I... I was a good year. Yeah. My year was a good true. year. It's true. Of graduates. And I think that even if you did graduate, you still had to, because I had a few friends that graduated and they had to get up, they had to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. So for the longest time, like the school was trying to get like properly accredited and like. <gasps> they weren't accredited? So they. I went there. They were for, they were at, for a while, right? And I was one, of, I was the last year where the <gasps> pay system was fully accredited. But then, you know, this system kind of got discovered or whoever looked at it the government looked at it and they said no this is kind of a joke what you guys are doing here and they introduced whatever you guys oh are, ADLC yeah, Alberta distance, distance Learning Program yeah. but anyways which like, is the same concept yeah except um, the teacher wasn't there we had to call it oh. <laughs> it was like in Red Deer it was like retired yeah. teachers would help you if you needed help things I didn't like about this system tell me it just was so narrow-minded. Like, in grade 12, I swear to God, one of my math questions, my math questions, I swear to God, if Jesus had 12 disciples and one of them betrayed him, how many disciples are there? Did you get it right? No. I didn't pay attention <laughs> to that Bible lesson. <laughs> but, well, like, this, this, is, this is the type of stuff. Like, of course, I learned, like, some basic algebra and stuff, but I did not get a good education. I and definitely this, never dissected a frog. Yeah, I didn't have art classes. Like, so there's a lot of these experience. I, uh, my, shop. we didn't have wood shop. We barely had any sports teams. And when we did, like, we had a basketball team and a volleyball and, team. And, like, we had five people on our team. It is like, oh, exhausting. Yeah, it's a crazy world. Um, but the, another thing I really liked about it is, like I said, so since I went there from grade five to grade 12, I gained a lot of friends there that so are lifelong friends. Yeah. And like, even though I've drifted away, uh, some of my friends have as well. Some haven't. Mm -hmm. We're all still like, when we get us in a room together, we're all still homies. Which is weird um, because both in, you and I have left the church, but yeah. we still have so much to do with that church. Yeah. Um, your best friend goes there. I work there technically. We'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. But wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Pastor Mark, you may start calling Pastor it. Pastor Mark. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, your best friend goes there. Yeah. And uh, my, and my parents still go him. there. Your parents and go there. Yeah. My brother goes there. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and yeah, like you said, you work there. Yeah, I do work there now. As a janitor. As a janitor. <laughs> I worked as a janitor in high school there. So the same job I had at 18, I'm doing now. But you know, it sounds bleak when you just <laughs> say that. And now I'm making a podcast, which sounds extra bleak. But just wait till I get into my professional careers. Yeah, you know? we'll get into your resume. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, like these friendship I developed, like I still am close with a lot of these mm -hmm. people. And um, that's something I really appreciated. The other thing I really appreciate, we talked on the last episode. Episode, kind of these Christian values that can be good, that can be beneficial. Right. Um, but, you know, not all of it is. So yeah. you got to pick and kind of choose which ones are actually practical and not. Absolutely. Um, so it was an interesting school, whatever. We'd, we'd do more episodes you on that. You had a girlfriend throughout high school, right? Yeah, that was my next big thing. So, um, yeah, I had a girlfriend through high school very much like, Grew up Christian. I was a good boy. We didn't hold hands. One time I held hands and I got suspended because <gasps> it was that type of weird school. Mm -hmm. You know? I feel that. Yeah. And it was just like, 
the one funny thing that ended up happening is so we end up dating for like quite some time and like a year into it we ended up uh like just grinding on each other and doing some more yeah, yeah. Up, but we hadn't kissed yet so when people are like oh, yeah so when people weird. so when people are like oh you guys haven't even kissed yet no we haven't kissed yeah here we are finger blasting oh my god know? i love that yeah man um good for you good christian boy good christian boys you know good for you yeah <laughs> I mean, you you do what you gotta do. You do world, what you, you know? gotta do. Growing but teenage kids. Anyways, eventually, um, so I dated throughout high school, and then I graduated, and um, we ended up sleeping together, mm-hmm. and then we basically got pressured into marrying each other. Oh, how old were you? I was eighteen. 18, nineteen. I'm nineteen. Maybe. I would. Yeah, no, 18 or 19. This is kind of like you got to marry the person you sleep with. Yeah, you've slept with this person. So this is like that Christian advice where it's not good. Just because we did that does not mean we should get married now all of a sudden. Thank goodness somebody stepped in. Like, thank goodness nobody liked me. The parents really did not like me, her parents. So it was like, they were the ones that like, you have to now marry our daughter. And then like a week later, they're like, you can't marry. Yeah, they backed out for Uh me. I'm like, well, that was fucking weird. But I mean, shout out to her. She was actually my best friend for a while. Yeah, yeah. And now (laughs) she's married to a great guy. Have a beautiful kid. Yeah, yeah. Love them. Again, lifelong friendship. Yeah, and and, yeah, I've started hanging out with her again because you two are friends and it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly (laughs) fine. So healthy. I love it. Yeah. Um, So... I after after I graduated from this school, I was in this bubble. Like I was saying, I didn't know what to do. Right. I was trying to figure out. Um, and they had this Bible college program in there, so I decided to take a year of that to try to figure out kind of what. And just during the course of it, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Right. And I'm just, I get caught in this whole sex scandal thing all of a sudden, and it wasn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> and like, just sex scandal. <laughs> it's so true because that's so absolutely. I mean. You know, they heard I wasn't even sleeping with anybody and yeah. there were rumors flying around. Yeah. Holy and Hannah. Growing up, I tried to be a good Christian. I honestly did. Like, I part of the reason I went to Bible college was because I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do, but I do know I kind of want to figure this out. Yeah, and like your parents are obviously super involved in the church, yep. so it's worked for them. They yep. seem happy. But ultimately, halfway through the year, I'm like, this is not for me. So we'll do a whole religion episode. But yeah. for me, it was like, well... I'm putting in this work and man, my whole life, I've never felt anything from God. Mm-hmm. I, I always tried and I never got any, you, you know, know some people, some people whatever. feel things. I never got anything out of it. Fair. And it's like, okay, at this point, why am I doing this? Now I'm in this Bible college. I'm just like um, pretending like I care about it. Yeah. And it's like, I, I do care about it. And you're not giving me any feedback. Right. Pillow talk. He was not having a pillow talk with me. Okay. So you wanted like a conversation. Like, oh, you know what? I get that. I wanted so, God to be real and he wasn't to me. You know what? My parents always described it as like, you should be able to sit in a room with God and have a conversation. Yeah. So I understand what you but, were kind of looking for. But. But he's not there. I want him to talk back. And that never happened. I never felt like I, I felt God. That's because he's not there, babe. Well. Who knows? I don't. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but anyway, so I end up leaving the church and doing that and dropping out of that program, leaving the church, and pretty much that was when I was like, I no longer identify as a Christian. I don't know if there's a God or whatever. But at that point in my life, I'm like, I'm not. That's not it. Okay, and then so when you leave Christianity, you are essentially leaving absolutely everything in your life: church, school, yeah, youth group. Yeah, I thought friends would I would become an outcast and stuff. Now, thankfully, yeah, like um 
yeah, my friends are fucking tight. Like, they've always had my back and they always will. I don't know. They, and, you know, you treat other people with respect. I, I try not to trash Christianity, although I do in <laughs> some areas. Right. But only when it's warranted. And, like, I... I I appreciate a lot about it, though, is the right. other thing. I mean, yeah, you've got some strong Christian yeah. values, like fundamental values, yeah. I would say. That's fair. Okay, so <laughs> you left the church, yeah. and what uh, did you do after high school? So I um, became an electrician. Okay. Um, so I went and I took a pre- pre-employment class, and I... Okay, so can I ask you this? <laughs> yeah. Construction, going from the bubble of Eastside yeah. where you don't swear, you don't know sex before marriage. Yeah, I learned no. quick for sure. Because no like beard. literally, like I described my upbringing as a cult. Like you were, I was the bad person, and I was like not the bad person. You right. know, like I was the one pushing the envelope, even though I'm not the. I'm, I wasn't really right. You know, right. Um. So then so you like, went to construction. Yeah, was and, that- and I got ridiculed for sure a lot. Like, cause you know when I first left, I wasn't like instantly like there was a you know maybe a year where it was like still on the fence but right. I was pretty much done but still like maybe I'll go to this to church it. maybe like okay, maybe it's just um yeah so people made fun of me but whatever it was a good time okay um, and I, was it kind of a culture shock well I wouldn't say culture shock but like that's a pretty <laughs> rowdy environment to be in right after East <laughs> yeah I don't know Eastside is the church in case yeah, yeah yeah it's the church but um yeah I I don't remember it being that drastic like so I'm um, Growing up, I'm a very, I was a very quiet person. That's changed right. a lot about me. Uh, so it, when I first went into construct, construction, um, like iPods were just coming out and shit. Oh, so like yeah. I just put my music in and it was just like I just kept my head down and did what I had to just kind of. That's fair. That's actually what I love most about helping you with the janitor job. It's yeah. my podcast time. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Uh, and, you know, so I was an electrician for 10 years. Okay. Um, I worked for a bunch of different little companies, whatever. Um, it, it sucked. I was never, like, I I did not like electricianing, but it was a job, you know, you do what you got to do, and I was able to buy my house and, you know, do whatever, build myself a little life here. Okay. Um, and you so, had some cats at this point? Yeah, so, it, fun fact, I was married at one point. You were married, and not yeah. to the person that you lost your virginity to. No, no, no. So, um... When I was 23, I ended up meeting a chick at uh, Subway. She, Can you please tell yeah, us I'll the tell story. this story. Um, it's gold. Yeah. So me and my brother, we walked in there and we got Subway sandwiches. And he's like, yo, this chick really likes me. Look how big she made my sub. And then <laughs> she made my sub bigger. So then I gave him the elbow. So like. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. No, no, she likes me. So then I, I, I go home or whatever. And then. Um, I, I kind of plan out, like, how do I go back in there so and, like, talk to her and get her number? She clearly works there, so I know I, know I can find her. So I, sure. I stalk her for a week, and eventually she's like, like, I stalk her for a week, That's essentially. That's romantic. Yeah. That's um, cute. A guy's got to eat, and it just happened to be the closest food place. I get that. Yeah. Desperate measures. Very convenient for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I w- went in, and she was like, uh, man, you sure do like Subway. And I just said something like, I'm just trying to strike up the nerve to ask you out or something. And Boom. Yeah, I ended up getting her number. And, um, yeah. and marrying her. Yeah, so we dated for three years and ended up getting married. And we had a pretty happy um, marriage for the most part. Like, yeah, um, you guys did a lot of things. You guys yeah, just yeah, like, drive uh, out everywhere. The spoiler is, yeah, we got divorced, but like... I'll just tell you the reason, like, we ended up having um, a miscarriage. Right. We both didn't want children when we first started dating. Okay. She ended up having a miscarriage. Um, and did that change things? And that 
that changed it. Yeah. For then her? all of a sudden, I think she wanted children. Oh. And okay. it was like, so then we, so this was two years into our marriage that this happened. Okay. We were happy. Like, and how long were you married? Uh, five. Okay. I was with her for eight years. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just changed. And like, I never quite got over like, man, what if she turns 50 and she's like, I wish we had kids. You kept that from me. Absolutely. Because we went to therapy and stuff and like, you know, she would watch TV shows and be like, oh, like you could just tell if a girl wants children, you know, and you just see that. And I, I, I was hoping things would like kind of just settle down settle like maybe the hormones reverse or who knows like so we stayed together for another three years and for the most part it was happy like we we built a nice little life and whatever yeah but ultimately the yeah ultimately it didn't work out so i i ended up ending it with her and i said uh yeah like we and no just, hard feelings just kind of she wanted kids and you didn't yeah yeah that's great I yeah mean, good it, for you for kind of especially and okay so can i ask how was a divorce with parents as involved in the church and yeah like um was that hard they were they were very supportive um you know i'll do do a whole episode about me and her but uh there were some things on the wall where it's just like yeah this is just whatever for sure so you guys got divorced and that was a year and a bit ago yeah a year and a bit ago and basically yeah like so uh, I, I reached a point in my life where I really started turning around. So now let's talk about, but let's jump back to my professional life here. Yeah, because this is kind of where it all This is kind of where it kind of turns around for me a little bit here. So uh, I was an electrician and I listened to so many podcasts, man. 40 right. hours a week minimum. Right. And I'm really into this hobby called Warhammer 40K. Can you and just give me like a brief overview? Yeah, it, it's these little models and you paint the miniatures, but it's also books. It's also video games. They have TV shows and movies now. So think Table Star Wars, games. but a different franchise. Okay. And I'm really into it. So I listen to a lot of podcasts, but they never had a podcast that focused on the story of it. And that's what I really like. I love storytelling. But um, Mark the Solutionist. Yeah, yeah. I've been called a couple things: the builder, the <laughs> fixer, and the solutionist. The, the, stor- the solutionist. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I started my own podcast, me and my 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 uh, one friend, and uh, we did it for three years. And turns out, sure as shit, we're good at it. We're Apparently, good at it. I don't know how people but, like listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we actually, our, the podcast is called Lorehammer, and we were picked up by Spotify for a year. Even like we we've the number one 40k podcast so crazy yeah so people around the world support me on patreon and i was able and to thank spotify thankful. signed you spotify signed me yeah so i got some nice money and now we do ads and we make money me and my partner and, and that made it possible for you to quit yeah so like me and my wife were still married and um the year before um we got divorced is when i got the spotify contract and at this point it was like oh no 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 sorry when you started the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I I uh, was working as an electrician and just miserable. I hated that job. I had to work long hours, whatever. We've all done that fucking grind. Right. And I was doing this podcast on the side and it ended up getting successful and it ended up making enough just on Patreon alone that I was able to quit my electrician job. Amazing. Yeah, it was fucking sweet. And then it grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and uh yeah, so now my professional career includes a whole bunch of things I'll go into. I'm kind of proud of a whole bunch of little things. <laughs> but I made a bunch of changes in my life. I was able to be free from my 40 hours a week, which means now I was at home with my wife. And, you know, at this and, point, it was kind of strained. But 
you had also started smoking weed. Yeah, like, I also started doing a little bit of drugs because, I don't know, just experimenting, hanging out with you didn't yeah, help. Yeah, we started smoking weed together. Me and my, uh, and my, my podcast partner, we started smoking weed too, so. Yeah, the, so very, the very first time I got high, we recorded this episode for the podcast right. called High Hammer. So we did it for them, and then it turned out, like, you know, it was a fun time. That's crazy. So, <laughs> so, but, so basically... I was, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this life and I'm like, man, I've been handed this opportunity. I'm not really happy. Like there are things in my life I'm not happy with. I'm going to change a bunch of them. I was fat. I was unhappy. I was in this marriage holding this other woman back and like I wasn't putting my A effort and that wasn't fair to her. So I made a bunch of changes in my life and fair. Yeah. And like, I yeah, look at you now, turned it around. So, um, unlike your situation, I had to give a shit ton of money away. Yeah, it's um, actually so crazy listening to your breakup versus mine. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I I, I loved my ex-wife. For like, sure. But, you know, you can't you can't recover from something like that. Yeah. Um, and it was important for you to take care of her. And it was important not to shaft her or screw over, even though I was hurt, too, by the whole situation. 100%. But we'll get into that another time. I'm getting all jittery. <laughs> it's a weird thought sometimes. Pause it. Yeah, so basically, I changed, and and that was my it. wife ended up moving out. I ended up keeping the house, so I was ended up looking for roommates. And it just happened that you were looking for a roommate too, and we had been hanging out for the summer, um, like for a couple and months before. Just as friends, like yeah. you were married. I was so anti dating, and yeah. like it was yeah, the yeah, best. you were, yeah, yeah, you were out on Tinder. Like if I want, nah, I don't want that fucking dick. Like yeah, like <laughs> no, 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 I can sleep with anybody. You got to give me something more than that. Like it was such a crazy ride, and mm-hmm. so then. Yeah, when we moved in together, it was perfect. It was yeah. like, and it was just safe, and we were like family, and like, like grew up together. You you became my best friend, and you had been my great friend in the past, and mm-hmm. you know it was like reuniting. And I ended up, yeah, even just hanging out with you over the summer. Like I did not have romantic intentions for you by any means when right. I was still with my ex wife. Absolutely not. But. I realized there, like I realized, man, like there's other things out here, and I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting her time. Like I could be happy, like and not tied down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then we didn't date for even months after. Yeah. Um, Um, I'm gonna share one more key thing about my ex-wife. She was a baker, so she worked crazy hours. mm. So it was like this weird kind of. Also, I had like this double life where it's like, okay, so she, I get home at three o'clock, and then she works has to go to bed at six o'clock type thing. Right. So you had like two hours to hang yeah, out. Yeah, so it's like this weird duplicate life where it's like, okay, she doesn't hang out with any of my friends because she's always in bed. It was, just, it was just awkward. Okay, so you didn't really see her. Yeah. When you did get to see each other, it was kind of for two hours a day. Yeah. She wanted kids. You didn't. Yeah, it just didn't work out. Grew apart. Grew, grew up, apart. Grew apart. Um, yeah. So now me as a person, I got this badass girlfriend. I got some cats. I, I was able to adopt a dog. B, you brought a wonderful <laughs> little dog into my life, and I've always wanted a puppy. You. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I work as a janitor once a week at his church. I run my Lorehammer podcast, and then um, I'm also a landlord, and my parents have kind of some rental properties. So over my years of construction, I've been able to kind of learn a lot of different skills and property maintenance and yeah and yeah. i think that like we should just shine some light onto this so yeah he is my friend calls him the builder because <laughs> he can build it all he's made a catio for the cats he'd made a tree house for the cats he made me uh, a yeah, walk I, in I, closet i've flipped whole houses before me and my brother he brought 
bought some houses and we flipped them. My parents have done that. Incredible. Like, yeah, so we've, I've done it all. So I've dabbled with a bunch of stuff there. Um, yeah, and then, so I, I, I carried a con... I'm into plants. Yeah, <laughs> he picked up the, he picked up this plant thing last year. Yeah, we we started doing drugs. So, um, you know, I I came from the Christian home, and it was just so ingrained in me that weed was bad. So I never did it, and then I did it once, and it wasn't the end of the world. In fact, it was kind of good. Crazy. But, um, and then we've done other stuff too, and that's really been perspective changing. And I think that's one of the big things. Yeah. Um, we'll we're more like in tune with I don't know <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a ride. What a okay, ride. so no, like, tr- so where are you at with your family? Yeah, so me and my family, we're all close. Like, um, <laughs> my dad was cute this morning. He texts me, he barely does, and he's like, oh, <laughs> you want to go watch that Eternals movie? And it's like, and dad, f- it's, a, it's a Marvel movie. And it's like, dad, first of all, you're in Florida. I'm in Calgary. I don't know why you're inviting me to a movie right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> And you're not even into Marvel. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it, yeah, no, like, we have a good relationship. Me and my mom, we have a good relationship. Um it can be a little strange sometimes, but... Right, and you have two brothers. I don't know if we covered that, but yeah. you've got two brothers. I got two brothers. Uh, one brother is like five years older than me, and he was like the oldest child, problematic, the prodigal son. He ended up like l- like leaving, uh, what, but running he- away at fifth, like at 16 or something. Oh. So I was 10, so I was still pretty young. Okay. Um, yeah, so he ended up and running away, and then he did come back, and then like he ended up running away to like my aunt and uncle's place. So basically, I he, he was too old, and he was never around anyways. Well, and we kind of covered that ten was where your memory started. Yeah, so I exactly. Guess you didn't really have much. Yeah, of him. Be- before him, you know, I had the odd memory here and there, but um, yeah, and then my other brother Brant, um, we're, we're close. We hang out quite a bit. Yeah, at he least just drop-ins all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite time of the week. Uh, yeah. We have a good relationship. Uh, that's one thing I've tried to really maintain in my life is like I try not to like lose. I try not to burn my bridges, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I feel like I can text anyone that I've known in my past and be good and even maybe even ask a favor from some of them even. Absolutely. You have a lot of long lasting friendships. Yeah. For most of your years. Yeah. And part of that is, you know, because when they need that favor, I'm there for them. Yeah. It you went, are a really good friend. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. So uh, you're a podcaster <laughs> yeah. and you're just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So like my podcast doesn't require much and then I work on the weekend and it's not a big deal. And so what do that, you do with most of your time? I, I love building and painting. So right now I have a couple of projects that I'm really excited about. So, uh, as I was talking about, I do Warhammer 40 K. So I'm always painting miniatures and I'm doing some Lord of the Rings stuff, but it's cool. I love it. It's a fucking nerdy thing. People get it. People don't get it. But, okay, but if I you want to check, people uh, well, are more familiar with the lore or with the Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me about your favorite army. Oh, it's just cool dwarves. You know, dwarves at Erebor. They got some shields. They got some spears. It's just sweet. You know, I did um, play against him for his birthday. You have these little miniatures. Yeah, that was awesome. It was rowdy. He's <laughs> you, a cheater. You have these little minis, and um, they take you to the movie. Like one of my favorite scenes in the movie, Aragorn's running the breach at Helm's Deep, and it's like this like heroic charge. It's just, it's fucking badass. Fucking badass. And there's a model of him, you know. And I've been trying to hunt him down. It's just like every time I see it, it takes me back to that it's nostalgia. And okay. Also, okay. Uh, the other big thing is, like I said, I'm a storyteller. I love talking and telling stories. So you have these little miniatures that then you create, and then you come up with the story for them. This was. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. My other project that I'm really into is like. 
I just bought this camper van. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're not going to be van people. Like we're not, not living in, in a van. Regard. But we got this cool 1974 camper van and uh, we've been putting some mechanical work into it. Like I've hired out a mechanic to do that. But the interior, I'm going to get to do. And he's already done the exterior. He's yeah. repainted everything. Yeah, I've repainted it. And like, I... I love interior design. I'm yeah. going to come out and say it. I love it. It's um, so much fun. Like, we've done a whole bunch of house renovations with my parents. Like, they have a bunch of properties that right. we maintain. So, my mom often, we would go and look at it and stuff. Go look at different, how does this mirror look? How are these knobs? So, like, cool. I just kind of happen to pick some of these things up from her. Yeah. Um, it's and, fun. It's a fun, fun thing to do. Yeah. And we've basically done this whole house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you moved in and the joke was for the first like four months and even now the house is always a construction zone. Yeah. Not so much now. I've I've pretty much finished. Moved outside. But yeah. Anything now is for the cats and the dogs. But yeah, for the first three months, it's like, okay, I'm renovating this whole room. Everything's like destroyed. There's dust everywhere. Clean yeah. it all up. Yeah. We played a renovate this room. It's just yeah. like, yeah. And more recently, you're playing a game. What is the game? Deep Rock. <laughs> I'm not even a gamer, so it don't even matter. But if you want to play some gamer. Deep Rock Galact with, with me, come join the Lorehammer Discord. We'll uh, throw down. But He plays all the time. They just came over with a new update. So he plays all the time. He did play last year. It was a thing. Then he beat it all. Now there's a new update, so it's game over for B. But it's fine. We're here for it. Happy yeah. Mark. So my days mostly just consist of me hanging out with listeners and like just interacting with people that want to interact with about cool things I'm interested in yeah. and then you know I hang out with my cats and you get off work and we get to hang out and it's sweet and like you said you were bigger and now you've lost a ton of weight you lost 60 pounds yeah yeah that was another crazy change like uh, it was just you know you, you look in the mirror and all of a sudden what happened mm-hmm. you go to um, the gym almost every day yeah so now I've yeah I've lost 60 pounds go to the gym every day run a bunch there's some um, fun hobbies yeah you run yeah I like to run cardio not my what thing. am I running from don't ask me yet don't ask <laughs> it's too much it's too much for my little heart but yeah like as I look at my life like I've had a good life like even my darkest time when I was working as an electrician it's like everyone has to work get over it right. and I did like and, it wasn't I mean, you did you did the whole grind thing you worked yeah. for 10 years you yeah I, I saved for five years and bought myself a house like I fucking worked for it yeah um but uh yeah it's, my life's just been easy when when I think about like my current like situation and problems and like what I need to work on in my life, um, I think some of the big ones maybe are this divorce thing. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm over her, but there's some like lingering issues still. We'll get into it later. I'm excited to hear yeah, about like, that. It's a whole thing I don't want to get into. I mean, there's tons of things from our lives that we are out of the church. Yeah. We were conditioned to think that most of the things that we do on a daily basis yeah. are wrong. Yeah. Like, we're going to hell. We're burning in hell. Yeah. I said fuck this morning. So game we, over. We, you asked me about my relationship with my mom, and I said, oh, it's good for the most part or whatever. Sometimes she makes jokes like, oh, you're going to hell. And then I think that's actually what you think, though. Oh, yeah. She's referred to us as sinners because yeah, and we're it's not like, married. That that's a piss off. It's super condescending. Yeah, but just kind of what she believes. But just what she believes. Can't, so it's just like I've I've got to the point where it's just like yeah okay just it sucks but whatever okay yeah <laughs> but like that's not really that bad of a situation like we right. still love each other like yeah so you don't have like crazy trauma with your parents no. or. Um, You're not trying to recover from anything. <laughs> no. Uh, there was some sibling rivalries and stuff growing up, but I think I've really worked through that for the most part. Becoming better and better is, you know, making me 
for the superior brother anyways. Can't wait to dive into that. <laughs> so that will be fun to dive into. Um, yeah, and maybe the other thing that uh, I've been trying to really work on is just um, not losing my patience as much at randoms. What do you mean? So, like, I've been dealing with, like, this mortgage broker guy, and he's a fucking idiot, and I've got <laughs> mad at him a couple times. I've called banks and got mad at them and just dealing with randoms. I've noticed that the last couple days. I've snapped at a couple people. I don't like that. Interesting. Yeah. All right. But you identify stuff, and you work through it, and then, That's you know. That's what you got to do. You yeah. got to find the stuff you don't like and yeah. change it. Yeah. Find the stuff you do like and build on it. Yeah. That's life. That's growing. That's the journey. Yeah. You're either good at it or you <laughs> suck. <and> you <laughs> <just> die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take um, this winter and we're going to renovate this sweet camper van. Yeah, and then and next then, summer it is on. Yeah, then we're going to just go exploring. And, uh, yeah, again, we're not going to live in it or anything full no, time. No, but, like, go take a week here this weekend. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's going to be nice. I work remote, so we can go anywhere. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, life goals. Like, uh, I've lived in Calgary all my life. I'm done with it. One um, of my life goals is to get out. You don't like the snow? You don't like the freezing cold? No, man. I'm over it. Like, <laughs> and nowadays, too, our, our summer times are just smoke city. So we don't even get a good summer up here. True. I'm over it. Yeah. We can um, only ride the motorcycles for like three months in the year. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice hobby we have together. We, that's true. Yeah, we, we both ride bikes. So you picked up a motorbike last year and we started riding together. This year. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Yeah. You taught me how to ride a bike. Yeah, and you yeah, tipped my my bike. Yeah, uh, it was fine, thankfully, but... <laughs> <laughs> Every time we stop beside each other at a red light, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Sucks. Well, thanks for taking us on your journey. That's super awesome. Yeah, um, I'm excited life? to talk more. I love talking. Um, I, have th- I have things to yeah. say sometimes that are... I just they're not good but they need to be out of my head you're a pretty quiet guy too so I'm excited to just dive into it dig dig real deep with you yeah 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 Yeah. good and if anybody's got any questions you want to hear the dirty little secrets feel free to reach out to us (laughs) we have Instagram and all the social set up that's at pillow talk with Mark and B Um, you can also follow us at Twitter at PT with Mark and B yeah and if you want to support what we're doing um, join our Patreon it's pillow talk with Mark and B Uh, just throw us a dollar if you enjoyed what you've just listened to less than a coffee a day (laughs) yeah Coffee I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> listen here here's the best one that i ever use on Lorehammer. so i say listen you go and you watch a movie and you spend 20 bucks on a movie you just listen to my three-hour podcast give me a dollar oh good just one you know what that's fair like it's entertainment it's entertainment. it's entertainment. You're willing to spend that on that? Come and on, realistically, we're just here to get more bandanas and collars for the cats. Yeah, exactly. All my money goes directly into making our cat sanctuary. That's uh, <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. So I've, true. I've, I spent my whole summer like trapping my small cat in the backyard. So like at first, I'm like, okay, I'll just block everything down low. Ha ha. Oh, shit. She can climb the fence. She can climb the fence. Okay, I'll just put something on the fence. And, you know, over the course of... 15 escapes or however many I finally trapped it but now our backyard has like mesh hanging over yeah it only kind of looks like Jurassic Park yeah, but it's yeah, fine yeah. every time I open the gate I always go doo, 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 doo. <laughs> and then like all the animals come and rush at you it's so exactly. nice um, so you know yeah, that's it. where our Patreon money goes exactly. to <laughs> do it for the small cat yeah um, so one thing we didn't talk about do we know what we're doing for the next episode 
I think we should just dive into this church thing. Maybe, because that seems to be kind of the, the center of it all. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, next Learn episode. church. Yeah. Cool. cool. I'm excited to talk about that. <laughs> what a pleasure. Awesome. Well, see you guys next time. Enjoyed our pillow talk. See ya. Me too.